2: make your home better than your vacation. Your vacation's one week, your home is 51 weeks. So spend your efforts on that for a little bit.
3: Welcome to Being Home with Hunker, a podcast where we explore the idea of home, not just as a place where you live, but as an expression of your identity. I'm your host, Lori Gunning Grossman, Editorial Director at Hunker. Today on the show, we have interior designer Leanne Ford. Chances are, you know Leanne. First from gaining attention for the remodel of her home, a former 1907 schoolhouse. Just Google Leanne Ford, the schoolhouse, if you want to see photos. And then as an HGTV star alongside her brother, Steve Ford, on shows such as Restored by the Fords, and home again with the Fords. In this episode, Leanne talks about her latest collaboration with Crate & Barrel and how designing furniture is such a thrill for her. For some easy takeaway tips, we also talk about creating mood boards, where to splurge and save with design choices, and some really clever small space or rental decorating tips. Her taste is impeccable. She has an unapologetic passion for white paint, and she is pure creative inspiration. As you'll hear in this conversation, she encourages us all to be messy, to keep trying things, and to play. Don't be afraid to fail. I bet you'll come away from this episode ready to try something new. So, let's welcome our guest, interior designer, Leanne Ford. You know, I want to start by telling you, this has been a little while since I've read it, but I read your book, Work in Progress.
2: Thank you for reading that.
3: I have to tell you, I loved it. It was like an inspo book, you know, like about (laughs) taking risks and trying things and being okay to fail and having fun along the way.
2: Thank you. I know, you know, it's funny with Work in Progress, I really, personally, my brother and I both wrote our parts, but for me, I just wanted it to be so much bigger than like about me and about, you know, what I'm doing right now. I really wanted some takeaway for other people. Like, okay, what can you do? What's going on? You know, what can you do with your life and what's holding you back? And let's do it. Let's live a little.
3: Yeah. That's what I loved about it. I love that it wasn't just like a how-to or just a memoir. Yeah. It was inspo. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. Well, and aren't we all just total works in progress, right? A hundred percent. And I think having that mindset, is what helps us grow and, and move through life and enjoy things and try things. And yeah, it's nice reminders, though.
2: Yeah. And you know, I always am kind of bent on the fact that I'm so confused why we're all aiming for perfection. Yeah. We literally can't reach perfection. Why are we all trying to? Like, let's just be messy, literally and figuratively. And do the best we can and move forward, right? Yeah. Let's just keep moving forward. So in the same thing with creativity, I just believe as a creative soul, some of your stuff's gonna work and some of it's not. Yeah. So let's go over it and just keep trying stuff. Let's play. It's such a great attitude. It's not an easy attitude for everybody. I think a lot of people it has to be learned or relearned, right. honestly. Right,
3: I agree. And that was something that you were shown and taught through your family?
2: Yeah, you know, it was like our worth wasn't related to how good we were at blank. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, we were bad at a lot of stuff. Uh Like, (laughs) We were actually kind of bad at everything, you know, like not really great at sports, not really great at music, not really great at necessarily any art form, but we just kept on like bopping around and trying and playing. Yeah. And I think because we weren't afraid to fail and we weren't trying to aim for anything. We were able to explore all these avenues. You know, I think about how you might really be bad at math, like you know me, and but you might be great at um, writing or drawing or guitar, and like nobody's ever told you to pick up a guitar or you know try to write something that comes out of your brain. So I just really feel in creative pursuits, we need to explore. The more we can see out there, and the more we can explore. Yeah. The more we can see what kind of calls our little heart. Yeah.
3: And you know what I've been hearing a lot lately and that I've been trying to take into my own life is just being in action. Like just try stuff, which is how I see yes. you doing it and your brother yep. doing it, you know, just from reading this book. Just be in action, try things. Yeah. And then you can iterate. Some things might
2: work, some things won't. Yeah, in forward motion, right? Yeah. Yeah. You can learn. I always, I honestly think some of my failures are my best successes because it's like, okay, I'm Dan, you're not gonna be a photographer, like move on, yeah, you know? Yeah. Take that off your list. And I think that once you take out the preconceived notion that failure's bad and realize failures kind of, you know, can really clear some space in your brain.
3: Yeah. It's so good. So that's part of the secret to your success.
2: Yeah, the secret to my success is lots of failures. <laughs> <laughs>
3: But that's what I hear with successful people.
2: Yeah, 100%. I ripped something out of a magazine when I was probably, I don't know, 20. It's like Dr. Seuss was denied. His book, I mean, don't quote me, like 96 times or something, Right, his book was denied. And I mean, look at him now. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it's just kind of a numbers game too. It's like you keep going, keep going and something. I always say like you throw a bunch of spaghetti on the wall and see what sticks.
3: Yeah. And then there's Seth Godin, who talks about the dip, saying what people are doing, like they'll try something, but then when it gets a little hard, the dip, they're like, well, forget it. They did. But he's saying, get through that dip. Just keep going. Yeah. And who knows what's on the other side?
2: Yeah, I love that. You know, it's like the concept of um, you can only fall by moving forward. Like if you're frozen, you're not going to fall, certainly, but you're not going to move forward. Yeah. So it just really is like a frame of mind. You just have to swap it. I swear it's like everyone's childhood we're all affected by our blankety blanket childhood anyway, yeah, but I think for us now, being parents and parents' generation is, okay, how do I encourage my daughter to just try a bunch of stuff and yeah. like let's not you know scare her from not trying? How do we encourage her to try? And know that her worth isn't from any of it, you know?
3: Yeah. Are you finding that now as a parent, that's easy for you to give her that space and freedom to try and fail? Oh, yes. Try again?
2: However, yeah. she loves like pink and purple and glitter and unicorns. <laughs> yeah, And it's so funny because I was like, I knew this would happen. I knew. And, and I have to be like, okay, freedom of expression. Girl wants to wear like the puffiest prom dress ever to school let's you know like I wore my shredded denim and made my mom feel the same way right so it's totally a good practice session for me I was like I knew she was gonna come out so girly now is she at the age where she wants to decorate her room because you are known for your love of white yeah Yeah. her room is pink on pink on pink she picked the ceiling she like found these pretty bare colors and she picked the ceiling she picked the walls yeah it's all pink oh my goodness and then we did you know i do a line with creighton kids yeah which is all neutral mm-hmm. i showed ever i was like you can pick this cute bed or this cool bed mm-hmm. she's like i want a pink bed <laughs> so now we wrapped pink uh like ballet ribbons around this bed called the canyon bed i was like this is ever ford for leanne ford yeah, for yeah. Creighton kids. right that's so <laughs> cute I was like, she's a tough client, but we figured it out.
3: You figured it out. Yeah. (laughs) So you have a new collection with Crate and Barrel.
2: I do. Yes. And it
3: was inspired by the increased time spent at home in the recent years and the importance
2: of being flexible. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I guess my whole life's kind of inspired by home, isn't it? Yes. Um, You know, we did a home office for the last, what, I guess two and a half years Mm -mm. now. I mean, that's how long we've all been like working from home. But everybody's been talking about their home office and what to do with it. And I've just been giving tons of advice and, you know, to helping people figure that out. We were able to create a home office line. And my ethos is that it needs to be just as beautiful as the rest of your house, right? Like, mm. and it's just coming in. My stuff's not here yet. It'll be here next week, hopefully. Ooh, yeah. um, but your your home office should one, be just as beautiful as the rest of your space. But two, you know, if you don't have the ability to have a separate space over like in the left wing of your home, like, you know, how do we put your desk in your family room, but it's beautiful and how do we hide the ugly stuff? And it was all kind of solutions for that, like with this beautiful credenza, it's called the Haldeman credenza and it has filing drawers and it has a place for your printer and like the ugly stuff. So (laughs) that was totally just designed out of what I wanted to put in my own office.
3: It's so good because it is true that many more people are working from home yeah, and many of us don't have an extra room yes. for our home office.
2: Yeah, we also did this kind of old French baker's rack, inspired by a French baker's rack, and it's two-sided. And my thinking on that was it could be a great divider. So if you know, like create Ooh. using a couple racks, one or two, to like put pretty things on and have it visually, you can see the light through it and it's open, yeah, but you feel cool. some separation. So all the hacks, I always like love the tricks. So now I get to design into that.
3: I love the tricks. What are some other hacks that you've created through working with Crate and Barrel with the, with those pieces? Cause that's a really good oh, one.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. So we just did a, th- we, it's called the ever Day bed. So it's a twin size bed, but it's like a bigger version of the sofa and it's named after my daughter Ever. But we made an ever sofa. So we did this day bed for kids with Creighton kids, but it's a twin size bed. But I'm like, you put two of those facing each other in your basement, in your game room. Now you can have sleepovers, but it's just like two big old cushy sofas. So, you know, I love like multi use, you know? I like thinking about things like, okay, you can use this cute little snoozer ottoman in your kids' room, and now, also, you can use it in a New York City studio apartment to sit on when guests come over. So yeah. I always think about multiple uses for everything because it kind of just gives everything more life. It's so smart. It's just like how I think, it's really, really fun to design furniture. I mean, especially with Crate, they're so awesome to work with. Like nothing phases them. I'm like, let's do a. They're like, all right, we'll figure it out. You know? Yeah. Designing furniture is such a thrill as a designer. It is. Because I'm doing what I want to see. And sometimes it's just like what I want to see in America or what I want to see um that's like, I saw one vintage and I wish I could have bought it and I, you know, I never saw it again. Like, yeah, it, it's always inspired by something, but I just love that concept that you can get beautiful things easily. Yeah. And that are safe. Like, I have a penchant for vintage everything, which means like, nails sticking out and lead paint. Da, da, da. So yeah. I'm able to now create pieces that feel aren't inspired by vintage, but um, are safe to come in your home. So that's a big deal.
3: And how is that working with another brand? Like you are your own brand. Yeah. Leanne Ford.
2: Yeah. And then working with another brand. How's that partnership? Yeah. So awesome. But it is because we naturally align, right? So mm-hmm. when Crate came a call in, they were known for craftsmanship and known for like beautiful furniture. Yes. And so I knew I could kind of instill some of my rock and roll. Yeah. And you know, they have like this incre- incredible infrastructure, incredible company to work for, and then I got to do some interesting lines and some yeah. modern pieces and kind of like play a little bit with them. I mean, my company, quote unquote, is me. Yeah. And I have one project manager, assistant Noel. I mean, it's us, it's the two of us. So the way I can do all these great things is, you know, collaborating with these amazing teams. Yeah.
3: And you like the collaboration.
2: Love it. Yeah. I like collaborating when you're naturally aligned, you know? Yeah. Because that's a good point. It's like, if you feel like it's not a natural alignment, kind of get out while the getting's good. Right. You know, for all parties. Right. Don't fight it. Right.
3: What makes a life a good one? So you were talking about inspiration. You like vintage pieces. You're dreaming up what you would like to see. Right. And I know that you love to do mood boards. Love a mood board. Like you have your beautiful mood boards on your website. Yeah. Right? They're so yeah. beautiful. Yeah. So... I love using mood boards as inspiration for either our life or for business or, you know, whatever we're envisioning. Yeah. Do you ever have people come to you who have never created a mood board before and say, like, how do I start? Like, where do you go for inspiration yeah. for your mood board?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so funny. How do you do it? I mean, I love a collage. I love a mood board. I save anything at any time that's just like I feel drawn to in any way, yeah. you know, Sometimes it's inexplicable, and sometimes it's like, "Oh, I'm going to use this because I like how they laid out the furniture," you know. Yeah. And I just always take in because there's times in your life as a creative soul. Sometimes you're like, have so much to give out. You're like, I have so much to write down. I have so much to say. I have so many ideas. I have so much to create. And sometimes you're just kind of inputting. You know, it's like input output. Right. And so whenever it's kind of input. I just read all my magazines i rip all my tear sheets i do a ton, like ton of pinterest you know yeah and pull it in and i just kind of save it for a rainy day it's really interesting because when the first meeting with crate they're like okay how long do you need and i was like i'm ready i've designed this line four years ago you know like wow i knew exactly what i wanted it yeah to look like and it's so much about um curation and it's so much about the edit and how things live together Like, for instance, for Crate, I always do really beautiful lines, like modern, interesting lines in really traditional materials, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. So as the saying goes, there's nothing new under the sun. Like, you know, there's a chair, there's a table, there's a dresser. And it's how do you infuse new life into this? We're not reinventing the wheel necessarily. Like, Mm. I'm not going to even, you know, pretend like that's what's happening. But it's evolutions of pieces you've seen or... For me, a lot of my stuff is mistakes. So like I thought I saw something yeah. and I didn't. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, but cool. Yeah. So I write that down. So in that way, I do that. And then so like on my website, on Liam4.com, I create these mood boards and give all that inspiration away. Mm. So I really wanted that website to be a resource for people. It's great. You know, my theory as a designer is I can't get into all of your homes. Like I, I can't. Yeah, I would want to. I yeah. mean, I kind of, but <laughs> kind of do, yeah. but like I can give you the secrets. So I've always just given all my secrets away. Um, there's source guides on there. It's like what paint we use, what this lighting fixture was, how we did this treatment, what we threw on the walls, and I just always like to give it away. So that's all on liamford.com including mood boards. Like I say, I love a white room, people think, oh, that looks boring. Well, here's why it's not boring. Mm. Here's a texture. Right. You know, and here's different ideas. So it's all on there. I, d- yeah. I just give it away. It's very generous. The more people that love their homes, the better. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like even early in my career, or even now, I'll look up something and I'll be like, okay, what are those cabinets? And i like deep dive and, you know, hours later trying to figure out are they walnut or are they, you know, so I just now just. Because of that experience, I just figure I have it all in my emails. Let's just put it all on the internet. I love it.
3: Can we share some tips right now? Can I ask you a couple things that our our listeners can have some takeaways? Yeah, please. Okay. So I know that you like to mix old and new. Yes, ma'am. So where do you like to splurge and where do you like to save on which items?
2: Everywhere and everywhere. Okay, go. (laughs) Give me me some. Okay. So I like to... Play it quote unquote safe. I'll explain why this is my answer, but on things that are attached to the wall. So I splurge on, say, cabinetry when I can, or splurge on maybe marble when I can, or, you know, uh, things that are going to be there, tile, things that are going to be there a long time. Yeah. I tend to put money into that. And then I can, you know, things that are transferable. It's like, okay, here's a chair I got for five bucks at a garage sale and kind of bring things in and that. Mm. So that's the, that's like the short, easy answer. But that being said, if there's something that makes my little heart go pitter-patter, I like get that knowing I'll have to save somewhere else. Right. But Lori, I started my career out so broke. So everything was saved like everything, you know, like our first cabinets were Ikea and we used butcher block because it was the cheapest, but we, you know, bought nice hardware for our Ikea dumpy cabinets and Mm. saved as much as old cabinets as we could from the old kitchen and put them in. And like my mentality is still like broke 20 year old.
3: Yeah. Well, it's helpful. It's still helpful at all ages.
2: A hundred percent. And I think it's when I'm my most creative. Like I hate a budget, I hate an Excel spreadsheet, Uh I hate a timeline, (laughs) but all of those things create art, right? Like all of my favorite kind of weird design decisions were all because there were limitations, Mm. all of them. Right. Like I didn't set out to like, oh, let's think of something quirky. It's always like, oh, we don't have time and let's just put this upside down and this will work, no? I love it.
3: You have that creative mind, though, to go with that, where some people might be a little nervous to be like, to try things, I guess.
2: Well, yes. I think my mind literally works upside down and backwards. Like, Mm. I'm so solution-based. It's crazy. It's like, you're like, okay, I want to be Cinderella. I'm like, okay, let's dye your hair. Let's find the blue dress. Well, we can turn these into slippers. You know, like my brain just works that way, which is definitely an advantage to what I do for a living. But also there's something to be said about the more you do it, the like looser you get with it, right? True. yeah. So the more you kind of play and try things, the more your brain is kind of open to it. And like they say, what, 10,000 hours. 10,000 hours to, to be what? An expert. Yeah. So great. So think about the time that I've spent thinking of new ways to look at something or looking at an old building and thinking how we could bring it back to life. Yeah. So it's just kind of whatever our... Avenue is we get really good at that, but for people, we're such in an interesting field because there's so many people that are not a designer but are designing their homes, right? Right. Just fun. So I just say like, you're only as good as your references. Take it all in. You know, I always get European magazines when I'm in the airport. I want to see like what fun things happening over there. Yeah. Or you know, on Pinterest, you say like French apartment. Mexico architecture. Like, Mm. you know, you can just kind of play and look at what's happening elsewhere. Yeah. We're all just looking at the same things otherwise.
3: That is very true. So right now, there are a lot of people who are moving into their apartments because they've graduated college. Cute. They are creating their own space, maybe for the first time. Fun. And I'm imagining, this is not the case for everybody, but maybe smaller spaces. Right. right? Perhaps they're sharing it with roommates or...
2: 100% smaller
3: spaces. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so you as a designer, yeah. what are a couple tips that you would share with someone who is decorating their small space? Like, what are some need-to-haves, nice-to-haves? Not
2: to mention rentals, yes, yes, right? yes, yes. Okay. So my first apartment was New York City... I lived under my clothes. Like like my bed was like under my clothing rack, uh-huh. but I had this old beautiful fabric that I had gotten at a vintage store or something and I nailed it up like wallpaper. Ooh. So I nailed it around the room. So there was like beautiful wallpaper, quote unquote. And, but it was, I could leave with it. You know, I actually nights when I need this one night, I really needed a fancy outfit for an event. I took it down and wore it as a dress. Oh my god. That was one. And then I like went home and like nailed it back up.
3: <laughs> it's like Scarlett O'Hara from Gone with the Wind. <laughs> totally. I like
2: relate to her and I relate to <laughs> what sound of music yeah, when they took yeah, it. Yeah. So, that was such a fun hack, but I also changing your lighting. Mm. I mean, there is a landlord lighting that is so like I don't even they all Shop at the same landlord' store, I don't know. So changing your lighting is not that big of a deal. Yeah. You either get an electrician or you can legitimately do it yourself. It's legal. You've gotta turn the breaker off, everybody. but you know, you get their light off, put it in the back of the closet, put your fun, funky, cool light up, and then swap it back when you leave is a big thing. It's I use paper lanterns all the time, oversized like thirty inch paper lanterns. When there's budget, we use no Gucci. When there's not, we use Amazon. You know, yeah. like, and um, that makes such a big difference is that lighting. So that's easy. And paint, always paint. Always paint, but always white for you? Uh, ye- I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Short answer, yes. Yeah. Another fun hack I did in one of my little rentals is they like had this very yellowy, like, not pretty cream was the whole house, whole thing. Yeah. It's funny. I'm like doing cream all the whole house on purpose these days, but they had like this very off and it didn't feel good, but the whole house was painted and I kept the trim that and then I painted the walls bright white and now the walls bright white made the creamy trim look really pretty and it was way less work. It was just the walls and all of a sudden the like kind of renter's cream looked yummy cream. It was really cool. (gasps) I
3: like it.
2: Yeah, that was fun.
3: These are good tips.
2: That was fun. And listen, tablecloth, like you have an ugly table, put a tablecloth on it. Yeah. No
3: big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're going to make a lot of people happy right now with these tips. (laughs) You are.
2: I know. I love send pictures. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Really?
2: I mean, like put a pretty blanket over an ugly chair. You know, it's like if you look at any home that's like, whoa, inspiring to you from history or anywhere on the planet- There is some off stuff, which it's hard when it's yours. You know, you're like, oh, this isn't perfect. Yeah. But the off is what you like in other spaces. So just remember that. Yeah. I mean, put good music on, lower the lighting. Place is going to be beautiful. All good. I did write down a quote
3: I have here. Well, you seem to like imperfection in pieces, which is what you're talking a little bit about here. You said, I love creating spaces with soul, places that feel good to be in.
2: Yeah. Like, I do believe that your space should feel something mm-hmm. and that informs the look, right? Yeah. I work on, um, I guess it's an app. No, it's a website, The Expert. Mm-hmm. So you can spend an hour with a designer you love that, you know, anywhere in the world, and you can ask the, you can give them Zoom call through your room. You can look at blueprints, all of this. And what I do is immediately I say, what do you want your house to feel like? Yeah. Whatever room, like give me three adjectives. Mm. You know, like Mediterranean, airy, light, cozy, like whatever their adjectives are, that absolutely affects every decision that we make, you know, then on. And then that's now your North Star. So yeah. mm-hmm. as a homeowner, I say, like when you're designing your home, figure out your three adjectives, you know, and then stay there and keep going back to that and keep referencing that. Like, do not forget that because. What happens is we get all excited about like, oh, that's cool. That's cool. Like I'm like squirrel, squirrel, you know, oh, fun. And everything gets jumbled. Keep your original vision through way. We don't have to own everything we think is cool. We don't have to use it all. Right. Just because that's fun doesn't mean we should buy it and take it home. You know, like keep your original vision.
3: I love it. This is leading me into asking you. I have these five questions. Okay. And one of them is... What are three ways that you would describe your home? My home?
2: Yes. <laughs> um, I can't do it. No, just <laughs> yeah. The tables have turned. <laughs> oh. Okay, I would describe my home as warm, easy, and now it's very uh, historical. We live in this old 1900 home that's very special, it has a lot of its original charm, which we're keeping. Yeah, And it's like bigger than any house I've ever lived in, which means I have a job, like a job the rest of my life. These houses, these big old houses, I understand why people tear them down because they're a lot of work, Mm. but we are not. Don't worry, everybody. You're not. We are living here the rest of our lives. Like, I do believe that our duty is to take care of this while we're here, you know? Yeah, I love it. Okay. So that's one. So, okay.
3: Next question. What is your favorite space in your home and why?
2: Ooh, I love I love them all. I mean, right now I would say I'm still very drawn to, uh, we turned this old hen house into the pottery studio and it's pretty heavenly when the weather's good. So the weather just started getting warm so now I get to go back out and play in my pottery studio. So we have this like, Beautiful house and all these beautiful rooms. And I just want to go out into this like dumpy little hen house, but I do love it. I love this. I mean, talk about art that I'm bad at. I'm so bad at it, but I love it so much. And does your daughter join you? Oh, yeah. Oh, I bet. Oh, yeah. And actually now this year she'll be even like have more fun. She's bigger. So fun. Little three-year-old. You can come over anytime. I, I can? Yeah. I got to fly to you. <laughs> I will. Yeah, come over. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Yes,
3: I love it are you This is not one of the five questions, but are you enjoying living back in your
2: neighborhood? I love it, love it, love it. yeah, you know, we came home because well, my husband's from Missouri, but you know when people couldn't just jump on a plane anymore to see yeah. we had a little one year old she literally turned one the first week of quarantine, mm. and I was like, if we can't easily get to grandma and get to family, yeah, you know. So now we wanted to get her close to family. So we're over here, and she's got her cousins, and mm. um, she's got more cousins on the way. Mm. My brother's having a baby, and, so exciting! And his yes. wife is actually having the baby. Thank you very much, Andrea. <laughs> and they're all they're all happy. So I think that in itself is huge. But then just having like we have space and we have land, like a yard, and you know flowers and all these things that I have appreciate and driving around country roads to get to run errands. Like it's a nice life. It's so
3: nice. Which leads me into another question of mine. What have you taken from your childhood home that you incorporate into your home now?
2: Uh, Well, ironically, I too wanted a pink and white bedroom when I was little, which it's still pink and white. Mm. It was all Laura Ashley. Yep. Moment for Laura. Yes. um, It's still like that. But when I was in sixth grade, I made my, no, let me rephrase that. I convinced my parents to paint the um, cabinets white and it's still the same cabinets.
3: (laughs) Wow. Mom is keeping it. I know. I know.
2: Go mom. Yeah. And then uh, we were talking about redoing it. And then by the end of the conversation, she's like, or I could just keep them. I was like, yeah, just keep them. But the white, like, you know, seeing Honestly, now that I think about it, that was probably pretty pivotal for me of seeing the difference that white paint made in that kitchen. It was like this old wood kitchen. And then with just a paint coat, it changed all of it. It's yeah. kind of crazy. I'm sure that affected my love of it. That's so cool. It started there. Oh, 100%. And like they went away for dinner and they came back and I had ripped up the rug off the carpet, <laughs> like off the uh, staircase and like, they came home and my friend Elizabeth and I were like painting the bathroom. Oh I mean, God. so when they would go out, would they, they wouldn't say like, don't have parties. It'd be like, don't
3: renovate the house. Totally.
2: <laughs> totally. I never had a party, but I definitely like had my hammer out. <laughs>
3: yeah, that's so good.
2: When you're at home,
3: in addition to your space where you can do pottery, what brings you joy? What brings you the feeling of joy when you're at home?
2: Well, I love hearing little Ever running around laughing. Yeah. I mean, isn't that the cutest? Yeah. And then my first time in my whole life, I have all my things in one home. Oh, that's nice. So like I've shared space between LA and Pittsburgh where like I've had stuff at my mom's house from growing up. So she like happily unloaded all my childhood papers, all my, you know, yeah. everything. She's like, here's your memories. Here you go. Wow. But now I'm organizing all my... I mean, my collage collection, like everything I've done on collage walls for the last twenty, thirty years, it's all in one space, so oh. for some reason, that brings me great joy, yeah, it's like all my resources are here together, like all my art supplies are in one place. I mean my clothes for the first time in my whole life, one closet, first time in your whole life. well, since I guess what going to college eighteen yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, so that feels really good. I was appreciating that. Yeah. And then we just like to ha- like have all our windows open.
3: That feels good, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah.
2: Am I convincing you for some country life? I'm um, 100%. <laughs> you are. You are.
3: <laughs> it's very good. We bike to like bike to breakfast. I mean, life's good and easy. Oh, I love it. I actually have two more questions. Okay. From your line with Creighton Barrel... Could be from your latest collection. What are you Don't ask my favorite? Oh no. What's my favorite then? (laughs) (laughs) What is your favorite? Well, I'm gonna tell you. I have a couple of
2: things that I love.
3: Okay. I love the pebble concrete table.
2: Yes, good eye. That's brand new. Love it. I'm very excited to get that. It's not even at my house yet. I cannot wait to use that. Now are you gonna put it in your house or are you gonna put it outside? Both. Okay. I got two. Oh, you did? Because I that, see there again with the like multiple use
3: thing. Yes. Love it. Um, here, I wrote it down actually too. Oh, it was the Annie Media Credenza. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you do have that eagle eye. I do. I'll tell you why cuz we have a little we have a little guest house here and I would like to turn it into my office. And I was like I need some and like a little, you know, couch and a place to sit and like put a little television right. so our, I have teenagers so my kids can come. So yeah. um I love that. And then your um I don't know if you pronounce that, Levon or Levin? carved
2: mirror. Levon. Levon.
3: Levon. Yes. The carved
2: mirror. Yeah. It's gorgeous. That was Levon Helm. There's a lot of there's a lot of musical references and Annie's Annie Hall. That was why it's called Annie. Yes. The Pebble Table is unrelated to anything. That was I named it something else that was like illegal for whatever reason. Oh, oh, okay. Nothing that awesome. It was more like had been used. (laughs) I love it though. But I do. All of these have really fun references, like friends and family and music. Yeah. Did you ever watch Anne of Green Gables or read those books? I loved those books so much. Okay, so I have the Matthew pillow. I have the Marilla pillow. I've got the, uh, what's the, Shalot, the Lady of Shalot. Oh my God, I love
3: it. (laughs) I love your inspo. I did read that music is a big inspiration for you. Major. 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 Yeah. It's just in you, huh? You just love it.
2: Yeah. I always like, if this career is for the birds, next career, I want to be a songwriter. Ooh. <laughs> and I actually wrote some songs with friends when I, I used to live in Nashville, and yeah. um like Escondido and Nikki Lane and um, some other friends, and they're out on the planet. Yeah. Yeah. I think you mentioned that
3: in your book, because I know that. Why would I know that? I think you mentioned that in your book. Yes.
2: Yeah. I did. It's so interesting. That's like a, such a creative outlet yes. for me. But that being said, I don't write anything. Like there was a time, it would all come out rhyming. All of these things would just come out, stream of conscious. Yeah. But now my brain is so deeply like invested in design and visual and business, I guess. Yeah. Nothing rhymes anymore. I couldn't do it if I tried right now. Mm -hmm. But I'm thinking it'll come out later when I'm bored. Well, I am with you with the music, and it made me think about because before you were you were saying something
3: like how there's a chair, there's a couch, and there's a table, yeah, right, so it's there, it's already been there, but how you do it is your own unique take on it, and that's the same with music,
2: yeah, a hundred percent, so it's like the combination you put together and you know where you pull from, and I mean music is always inspired by other musicians, by things we've heard, and then you create your own sound to it, yeah it's the exact same thing. It's art. Art is art is art. We're all just doing forms of art and I think that's another thing is you actually have to tell yourself like okay, just because this isn't brand new out of the planet doesn't mean I shouldn't create it. Mm. You know like the world wants to hear your version.
3: Yeah. That's a really good reminder.
2: Yeah, and it's so true. We want to see your version and we want to hear your version and we want to know your take on it. Yeah. You know? I mean, and that's the other thing with Music, it's like when you have friends over, people over, it's like have your music, the music playing. And I'm like the first one to pour drinks, like pour the glass of wine. Just create comfort and create atmosphere. Mm. I mean, design is atmosphere. And so is music. All art form is now that I think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Atmosphere.
3: Oh, it's so good. So good. I have one more question for you. Okay. Give it to me. Our podcast is called Being Home with Hunker.
2: What does being home mean to you? Being home means sleeping. I love to sleep. Uh-huh. Knowing where all your like your music, your yummy food, your friends, your family, you know, the lighting low, the doors open. That's all home. It's so beautiful. What you create, Leanne, is so lovely and
3: warm and inviting
1: oh, and
3: you. you know, with all everything that is going on in the world, it's nice to see people creating home bases where we can feel that warmth and feel that love and feel safety and the comfort. And so
2: thank you for saying warmth. Like that's, I like that as an adjective. Yeah. I mean, and I think it doesn't involve money. It doesn't have to, you know, you can create warmth and you can create that in your own home without me, without a lot of money. Like you just have to consciously get there and look around and see what you can do today. I mean, And like I just want to say there's so much you can do in 24 hours, or there's so much you can do over a weekend. Just inspire. I just want people to hear me like, just do it. One of my best friends, Tracy, she lived in her New York apartment for 10 years. She's like, I'm not gonna fix it up. I'm not gonna fix it up. And 10 years later, she was still, you know, in there. And like, Tracy, let's just move some furniture, please. (laughs) So I still I still give her a hard time about it. But like I would say that was so interesting to me. I'm like, do it this weekend, make it good, get some tablecloths out and, you know, create your home now. Create it now. Now. That way you can enjoy it for the next three days to 30 years, right? right?
3: All we have is now. So let's do it. <laughs> now is a good time. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's a good time to do stuff. I don't know if it's a good time. Yeah. Well, exactly.
3: Now's a good time to try just create whatever we can create in our own spaces. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah. Isn't that the truth? I think it's like about, you know, your oasis. Yeah. And why do we have to go on these trips to feel and experience it? Like let's like create make your home better than your vacation. Mm. Your vacation's one week. Your home is 51 weeks. So Mm. spend your efforts on that for a little bit. Words to live by, Leanne. I love it. I'm here for the good stuff, Lori. You're here for the good stuff. This has been so delightful. Thank you for taking this time today. Thank you for having me. I'm so honored. It's fun to be here.
3: Well, it's been a joy for me. And we're going to send people you know, your way to see all of your beauty that you're putting out in the world. We're going to share it with everyone, of course. Yeah, we love Hunker. Thank you for
2: doing this. Thank you, Leanne. Okay, tell me when you're coming out to visit the country. Oh, my God. The invite is out there, so I
3: would love to. (laughs) Okay. Okay, you
2: have a great day. Thanks, you too. Thank you. Thank you, everybody.
3: To learn more about Leanne, visit her website at leanneford.com. Or find her on Instagram, at Leanne Ford Interiors, to get fully inspired by her unending creativity. To shop some of the items we mentioned in this podcast, including that gorgeous pebble coffee table that I've got my eye on, or the Annie Media Credenza, visit our show notes or head over to hunker.com forward slash podcast to learn more. In our show notes, you can also discover other episodes we think you might like based on this conversation, such as my chat with interior designers, Sarah Sherman-Samuel, Rachel Moriarty, or Debido. Thank you for listening to Being Home with Hunker. For more information about this episode or others, visit hunker.com forward slash podcast. And if you don't already, please follow our show. If you like what you hear, be sure to give us a five-star rating and review and share it with your friends. It really does help. Being Home with Hunker is produced by me, Lori Gunning Grossman. Eve Epstein is our executive producer. The podcast is recorded and mixed at Night Shift Audio. Theme music by Jonathan Grossman. Special thanks to our team at Hunker, senior designer Maury Men, and director of audience development Gina Goff. Hunker's mission is to inspire and empower you to create a space that expresses who you are, shows off your unique style, and makes your life happier and more productive.